Hello, Jesus Time family. We are back to talk about what Jesus tells us in our times with him. And guys, Jesus is the best. He just, he is. And I don't mean that flippantly or in a silly way. I mean, he's the best. (laughs) And this is why I say this. And as we're going into this Jesus Time, there are some thoughts I wanted to lay down first. And then I'll tell you how Jesus fits into that and what he says. It's so exciting to me. Okay. So I had a friend recently tell me about something called toxic positivity. And I had not heard that term before. I know it's probably pretty pervasive, but I'm old and <laughs> disconnected from pop culture. So that there's that. But I thought, man, that's an interesting term. How could... How can positivity be toxic? And and then she explained it to me. She's like, oh, yes, you know, it's uh, when people are so positive, they don't address the hard things that are really going on. I'm like, oh, well, I kind of I kind of thought that was common sense. But, you know, I can I can see that being a thing. I mean, I've done that. Right. I dismiss the hard things because they're too hard. And um, let's just all be happy. I don't know. It happens. (laughs) So. So this is a thing apparently in our culture now. And what's interesting to me is that our culture is putting out terms like toxic positivity to address and fix the things that ironically our culture has messed up (laughs) and created wrongly and... Uh, they're responsible for. So I just thought that was kind of interesting. And then I, and I thought, you know, I wonder what the Lord has to say about this. And there's, and it's so funny to me because every generation of Christian has to answer the question of how do we deal with culture? How do we respond to it? And I, I have heard that there are three ways that every believer can respond to culture and what's going on in the world. We can receive it. Like, yeah, hey, this is a great idea. Like drums and music. That's really fabulous. Let's do it. We can redeem it. Hey, you know what? This song is really cool, but the lyrics are kind of inappropriate. We can just change the lyrics. And guess what? It's a great song. You know, just like Amazing Grace was originally a bar song. Someone changed the lyrics. Boom. One of the best hymns of all times. So we can receive, redeem what is from culture, or we can straight up reject it. Hey, those thoughts, that posture, that belief, that goes directly against what God says. Like I can worship God and crystals. No, no, you can't. We can, we can reject that. And so when I hear things like toxic positivity, I'm like, what in the world? But what it, okay. So this is what God says in Romans 12. I'm going to read out of the message because I I love the way the message communicates this. And because Romans 12 is such a familiar passage, when I read it in the message, I feel like I am getting this fresh perspective of the same truth. So we're going to read that and then we're going to look into God's wisdom and what he says specifically, that's a hard word, about toxic positivity. And we'll see that 
God knew what was going on all, all along. Okay, so let's let's see how we deal with cultural Romans 12 verses 1 and 2 from the message. So here's what I want you to do. God helping you. Take your everyday ordinary life, your sleeping, eating, going to work, and walking around life, and place it before God as an offering. Embracing what God does for you is the best thing you can do for Him. Don't become so well-adjusted to your culture that you fit into it without even thinking. Instead, fix your attention on God. You'll be changed from the inside out, readily recognizing what He wants from you and quickly responding to it. Unlike the culture around you, always dragging you down to its level of immaturity, God brings the best out of you, develops well-formed maturity in you. Isn't that exciting? Isn't that an exciting promise? And I love that because sometimes we can feel, I don't know about we, I'll say me, I can look at culture and the way that people, the media, friends, social media, conversations, even sometimes in church are talking about things going on in the world and how to deal with it. And sometimes it sounds good and sometimes it Yes, it sounds good, but something feels off. So what do I do with it? And, and God just warns us, don't be too accustomed to your culture that you completely buy into it. Just bring everything to God, everything to God and let him change you from the inside out. And then the world won't drag you down to its level of immaturity. And I love that. I love that. There's a lot of maturity, immaturity going on in the world, in the media and social media. And I definitely fall into that. I'm not going to be all like... Oh, I'm so above that. And I'm just going to talk to you from this place of perfect maturity. Nope. (laughs) Nope. That's not me. I will talk to you from a place of perfect, um, not having it together all the time, but always going to God and hearing what he has to say. So a couple of things about how us as Christians handle what the world says. I think we need to have a posture of humility and a posture of um, always just deferring to what God says. And I know that sounds so basic, but I just have to remind myself of that because I can get, I'm going to use a word I borrowed from my teenagers, I can get super triggered <laughs> at things that I see. And, uh, and God just warns us to be humble. And I think as Christians, we always want to take the word of God and attack what is wrong. But in, in uh, Proverbs 26, verse 9, there's this really cool nugget. It says, a proverb in the mouth of a fool is like a thorny branch brandished by a fool. What an image. What an image. Oh my gosh. I picture this thorny branch in the hand of a drunk guy who is stumbling around completely unaware of the injuries that he is causing. And that is what a proverb in the mouth of a fool does. And that was really sobering to me because I can take the word of God that is perfect and handle it in such a way that I only cause harm. Whoa, that is really sobering. I have been on the receiving end and the giving end of that. And that is a, that is a scary thing to think about. But also why? 
like the Romans 12 verse says, we need to continually bring everything to God. And then back to this whole toxic positivity that our culture came up with in response to stuff that our culture came up with. (laughs) Whatever. Um, Proverbs 25, 20. There's another really cool nugget that's been there all along. Uh, It says this, singing cheerful songs to a person with a heavy heart is like taking someone's coat in cold weather or pouring vinegar in a wound. Oh, (laughs) you know, I brought this idea of toxic positivity to God and his response was like, yep, I knew that. I've been known that. I've been having an answer to that in my word this whole time. (laughs) Oh, okay, God, thanks for that. That's amazing. It's amazing. Singing cheerful songs to a person with a heavy heart. It's a no. Because why? Because it's like taking someone's cold coat in cold weather. It's going to make them uh, really uncomfortable, maybe sick, or pouring vinegar in a wound. Or it's going to be really painful. It's painful. It is irritating at best and painful at worst. Don't do it. And then even in Romans 12, right? That same chapter, but in the MLT version, it says, be happy with those who are happy and weep with those who weep. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. That's wisdom. That's God's wisdom and that's God's heart. So whenever our culture comes up with a term or comes up with a quote-unquote solution, I mean, maybe it is because, yes, toxic positivity is something that God knew about all along. He knew that we're not supposed to sing songs to a heavy heart. We are supposed to weep with those who weep. You know, the, and the world comes about and says, oh, this is this new idea. Look at how wise we are when God's had it all along in his word. So just a thought from my Jesus time uh, regarding how to deal with culture, how to receive, redeem, or reject what culture has and, and how sweet it is when we bring everything to God. He's not worried about it. And he just tells us exactly how to think about it in a humble and confident and peace life-giving way. Thanks for hanging out with me in my Jesus time. And I hope that he speaks to you sweetly in your Jesus time. Love you guys.